what's in the way of our ability to commit? I mean, not even to the trainer path, just in life. What, what's all the ways that we avoid integrity or accountability or keeping our word or making a promise and keeping the promise and all, all this thing. So anyway, I was researching that in myself and I discovered that something really interesting for me, who's a red brain or, or have a majority of a red brain or, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a doer in a way, uh, it angers my home is commitment is a thing then I cannot will. I cannot force myself to be committed. It's a fake commitment. It's a manipulation if I do that. It's a positive thinking or I'm, I'm so it's, it's impossible basically for somebody to say, I want to be committed or I declare that I'm committed because even a declaration doesn't create commitment. And so I, I was thinking about, okay, what, what is the thing that creates commitment then? If I cannot do anything about my commitment, it's like, I don't want to be in this powerless, you know, space, but at the same time, it is sort of powerless in that way in terms of doing. And what I found interesting is that in modern culture, it's like what Verya was saying about vocation as skill-based. You're a carpenter, you can learn to be a carpenter. You just go to the carpentry and you do carpentry every day and you might eventually become a carpenter. And, and in, in archiarchy, vocation are being based and you can't chisel your being like out of, out of pure will, out of pure force or pure strength. And, and so I think now I realize, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm starting a rage club space all the training on Sunday. It's like, and then I see possibilitators sort of trying to chisel out their being to become possibilitators like to, to make it skill-based and it's it's not skill-based and that's why then it's a superficial they're not holding the context they're holding a skill in mm -hmm. front of whatever in front of them instead of holding a being and so this mm -hmm. this question about how how do i commit like how do i change the shape of my being so that i'm committed i'm loyal to one context and i can hold my sword out and everything falls apart and it's it is the way it is i'm not having a discussion with all these parts that are falling apart it is, it is like that and so the, the one way i figured out is for example for the trainer path is well maybe you can become committed to to become the thing that will be committed to the trainer path it's like you you take it a couple step back or at least one step back of I commit to become the thing that will be committed to the trainer path. And I think at that level, there's possibility for practical experiments for real, you know, and which are not, you're not, tr you're not trying to become committed to the trainer path. You're not forcing yourself to be committed to the trainer path. You just are in this commitment that eventually you will, you, you're wanting to, you're working towards being committed. Something like that. And then, yeah, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, I've been, I've got pages of sketches and, and notes here about doing this new map and old map of commitment. And a lot of it kind of, yeah, it really, it threads into what you're saying in that what I've noticed about, because I mostly exist on the old map of commitment. And so I can fathom, I can fathom a new map, but I, I know the old map well. 
And the old map of commitment is commitments exist somewhere else, really. They don't even exist here. Mm -hmm. And so I orient to commitment as it's as it's like to my partner, to my relationship, to my job, to the responsibilities of my job. None of these things are here. And because I have little inner structure to support the context of responsibility. So my sphere of responsibility is really defined by my inner structure. I cannot have a broader sphere of responsibility with little inner structure. And so what I end up doing is I end up relating to these commitments as these other centers of gravity that I end up orbiting. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself like trying to stretch my, my superficial sphere of responsibility out to these, these things that are out there because I said I would, because I'm supposed to, because I should, because I have to. And it's a total victim state in relationship to commitment. Well, and, and so I am, end up constantly creating competing commitments because whatever commitments are competing commitments, because I've also, I, I can't be in the orbit of two different things at once even. And so, so the, the difference or the distinction that I'm fathoming is that commitment emerges from the creation of inner structure. Commitment is, is, is a, an, a potentially a result of the creation and the broadening of my inner structure. And that if, if I have a sufficient inner structure and therefore a, a broader sphere of responsibility, then the commitments exist within that. They just exist, they emerge within that and they orbit my center instead of me orbiting them. And by virtue of that, if I am become with a broader and broader inner structure and therefore a broader and broader capacity for responsibility, my commitments can be like tons. Like Clinton, you became all four archetypal, you connect, you, you plugged into all four archetypal lineages. And to do that, the, the, that inner structure required is, has to be really broad to create this responsibility broad enough to do all four of those things. I think those things are connected. And so it's like, it's a mess right now, but I will, I will deliver these maps to you guys when, when I have more clarity. Just one sentence about commitment that there is in this old map of commitment is the, um, this, this, uh, this meme about I lose something. When I commit, I lose something. <clears throat> and in this, and for me, the commitment is really to go to the point about I choose that. I choose this thing. And therefore, I don't want this. And neither this. And this has been so liberating for me because it's about gaining also for a space for this thing to evolve. And there's no committing and trying to have everything, yeah, makes the space so full of the, the, the uh, competing commitments, the, the mixed context. Wow, and I, I was getting at how what I what I lose when I commit to something, what I lose is invisibility or 
What I lose is non-commitment, you know, non-committal. And so I become visible and then attackable. And, and then that's, has been really dangerous, you know? So it's like to avoid being visible is, is a survival strategy. <laughs> but what I lose is invisibility when I commit. And then I become visible. And it's like, okay, I think there's a whole art form to becoming to the joy of visibility, the joy of commitment, the joy of having a loyalty and as a game space, like you said, on a, like a space in which is clear where you can work and do experiments and cause things to happen. There's a joy of that. It could not happen unless unless I commit and become visible. Yeah. There's one other thing that I want to put to the edge of that, that you said <laughs> there, Clinton, that commitments in the old map are, are I'm a slave, really. I'm a slave to my commitments. <clears throat> and commitments in the new map is my commitments are actually forces of energy and 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 information or they're, they're, they, they're energizing me. They energize me. I'm actually energized by the commitment. So it's not a burden. It's actually a support in a way. There was such a cool image. You said they orbit around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And feed you. 